0: Thank yeah.
1: and welcome to this latest edition of Scotland and Glasgow's newest wrestling podcast. This is Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, coming to you live from Fusion Takeover Towers. I am this week's host, Stephen Wilson, and today I am joined by what I can call an elite panel. Uh, Yeah, I'll go with it. Whatever. Uh, First off, to my right, Well, from the corner to my right, (laughs) the Crusader of Clarkston,
2: the not king of the independent circuit, it's Josh Hong. Josh, how you doing? I'm down and ready to clown. I nearly missed tonight for Insane Clown Posse, but nope, I am here and I'm going to leg it straight up to the gig after that. Fantastic. I love your commitment,
1: Josh. And in the corner to the (laughs) centre. Why not? Why not? Let's go there. You've heard of the pipe bomb, Princess, but we've got the queen of the bad jokes. It's Stacey Smith. Hi. How's it going? Yeah, not bad. Tell us a joke. Follow that up with a joke. No, we don't have all day. And in the corner to my left, he is the streamer king. The apprentice of Mr. Oh, oh, oh. It's Stephen Louch. Stephen, how you doing? Uh, very well, thank you. Good, good. And to my right, not in a corner, <laughs> it's our EP, the man behind the decks is Quacku Aji. What's up? How's it going? What's happening? Are we all good, guys?
3: Okay. Uh, all ready for this. Excited for the weekend.
1: Brilliant, yes. So, in case you don't know, because we've been plugging it all week, this week's show will be about the upcoming big event that's happening on Sunday. No, not Survivor Series for any WWE fans. It is Fear and Loathing Ten at the Hydro. So tonight's episode, we'll be giving our predictions of the upcoming sh- show. Uh, if anybody's listening, who's got any thoughts, send us a tweet. We are at ESSR, Etweet. Oh God, I'm <laughs> <laughs> And at Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet on Facebook. Also tonight, exclusively at Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet, we, we have an interview with this man.
0: Ravi Davy here, your fresh Prince of Removing Square, the the scheme chasing his dream. And I'm here with the big man, Stephen Louch today a wee interview for this podcast. Yes,
1: that is Ravi Davy of ICW, who Stephen took time out of his busy work scheduled to interview for us on Monday Stephen can you give the listeners a preview of what Davey's got in store
3: anybody who knows Davey knows that Davey can speak and it's a really honest and frank interview with him um, with some really kind of insights into not only his wrestling career so far but his life and his dreams for wrestling and why he's wanting to be involved in it so definitely hang around for those
1: great so that will brought to you in two parts throughout the show uh, some of the highlights of Stephen's interview with Ravey Davey but first of all Fear and in 10 at the Hydro. Massive the fact that ICW's premiere event has now been going on for 10 years. 10 years, could you imagine when it was in Maryhill, that for the second straight year they'd be headlining the
2: Hydro? I'm pretty sure I bought that one on DVD when they still used to sell the DVDs at the merchandise stand. Oh, really? Yeah, I bought it in, I think they were selling it in Maryhill Community Hall. Oh, wow. That's not it might not have <laughs> been that show, I can't remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's quite impressive. But yeah, feeling love in 10, it's going to be this Sunday at the SSE Hydro and, as always, ICW have stacked out the card. We've got eight matches that we have got an hour and a half to get through. I think that's doable. Do you all agree? Yes. Brilliant. That's the enthusiasm we like to hear. Right. Let's get started. As so say, eight matches. Again, if you are listening to the show and you've got any prediction of what's gonna happen at the Hydro or any or any thoughts on the show, again, ESS retweet on Twitter or Eat Sleep Suplex retweet on Facebook. We are part of the Fusion Takeover brand of Strathclyde Fusion, so also give a message to that at Fusion underscore takeover on Twitter. Right, so first off, let's talk let's get kinky. <laughs>
4: Is it too soon? Too early in the... That's, that's normally my show. What are you on about? It's still regulated by Ofcom. I don't... <laughs> well, we're not really going to get kinky, but is, let's... But let's. Is this t- your way of saying that you're going to take over my late night chat show?
1: Not at all. I don't have the same bravado as you do, Quacko. Thank you. Uh, so, <laughs>
4: so, yeah, let's get to the match. Uh, the match
1: I'm talking about is the, the tag team match between the kinky party, otherwise known as Jack Jester and Sha Samuels, taking on the up-and-coming... Tag team, the members of the filthy generation were talking about Aspen Faith and Lewis Gervin, otherwise known as the Kings of Catch. This is an interesting match, I think. I think this has potential. I mean, it's one of the least publicised matches that's on the card, but uh, there's two teams going into the event with a fair share of momentum, I'd be fair to say. Um, I mean, obviously, they're not in the tag team title picture at that moment in time, but. They are two teams who are entertaining the, f- the, crowd, the crowd both in the ring and out the ring. So, just open up to you guys, what's your thoughts on our opening match? Talking about the Arkinky party and the uh, Kings of Catch?
2: I think there's a lot that people already know about Shaftes Amulose and Jack Jester. Obviously, they're very popular within ICW as it is. But uh, for me, I think Lewis Garvin had probably match of the night at last year's Fear and Loathing event versus Ricochet. Yeah. So definitely excited to see Lewis Garvin uh, again this year, as well as I think Aspen Faith is incredibly exciting in every single show that he does. Um, I remember the first time seeing him, it was against Solar, and he does that thing with the finger where he breaks the finger. I thought that was incredible. I'd never seen that before. Absolutely loved that. Um, Marty Skrull's quite well known for doing the finger things now and then, but you'd obviously think, yeah, I know. It's, I, it's, I it's know, the thing is, though, being there, though, I think you you, you assume, because Marty Skrull, let's face it, you see that on TV, mm-hmm, yeah. but, like, when you're there, you don't ex- expect to be able to hear that, and it's pretty impressive, the pop noise that comes out of it.
3: N- yeah. I think no matter how often you hear that or see it done and how much you have in your head that it's no real, when you see it live and you hear it, it th- makes you reach for your hands and makes sure you've still got all ten fingers working <laughs> correctly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting uh, prospect, obviously. I mean, as you said, Gervin was in one of the big matches at last year's Hydro when he beat Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was an impressive bout? Probably, Ricochet probably was the highlight to a lot of people of the, the exports last year. I mean, obviously he did have the likes of Cut Angle and the Dudley Boys, but I was more excited for Ricochet to see mm-hmm. Gervin put on that level of performance yeah. against somebody of the quality of Ricochet was always good. But,
3: um, I mean, the kinky part, I mean, when I look at them, um, they're, they're an interesting pairing. I think it's fair to say. I think it's given them a, it's given them some things to do, because both guys were a little bit without direction. I think Gredo left a lot earlier than people were expecting. That went quite sudden. So Sha was kind of left in a limb. Jester's not really had a great deal of direction since um, the Black Label story last year. So it was a chance for both guys to get together and do something. And it's given them a different side to their characters. Because although they're known for having a bit of a joke, it's a bit of a over as more joking than their serious side, so you're mm-hmm. seeing different characters. They're getting them landing on as it shows. I got mm-hmm. left with when Shaz was first crowd surfing. <laughs> I'd run a half marathon that morning. <laughs> Everybody let him go, and I was left with him on my shoulders. So there's quite a, a picture that's been shared. A bit we'll probably share on the uh, the Fusion Twitter later on to show the after effects of Sha's crowd surfing. <laughs> but I, I, I think this will be a good. I think this will be a match that's. I don't want to say I think probably the most comedic match on the show Right, it's probably yeah. going to have the most laughs and jokes and japes inside it so I could see this as being something that would come after maybe the death match or somewhere in there to kind of lighten the mood or something in there I don't see it being a highly serious contest or anything that goes too long but I do see it being one of the fun probably one of the nights that a casual fan will walk away with the most memories of because it will have the most bits in it that are like, oh, you take away our humour and comedy. So I do see this as not, probably not the match of the night, but probably one of the ones that could go away with the most memories left.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I think it's got potential to be an exciting match. I mean, Jester and Shah obviously established in the, in the company. Uh, Kings of Catch are obviously up and coming. Uh, I'm going to be quite quick on this match because we've obviously got a lot of matches to get through. Uh, what's your predictions for this particular match
3: Let's just go around this. Stephen, we'll start with yourself. Uh, I think it'll be the kinky party's first win as a team.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting.
3: Stacey,
5: uh, I'm the same. I think kinky party will win this match as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Josh, I would agree. I think we got four for four here. That's an interesting <laughs> one. I think the the kings of catch are going to put on an interesting match, but I could see it being uh, like a slow builder, you know. But uh, yeah, I would go. I would agree. I would go for the kinky party mm-hmm. as well. So there we have it. Let's hope it doesn't go this way the whole show. It else will be like a <laughs> very, very unified. Front. I think
2: what will be interesting though is that everyone's talked about the kind of comedy aspect of you know the the kinky party like to have fun. But I think Aspen Faith and Lewis Graven, they're quite technical, so it be, it'd be interesting to see which style wins out on the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Excellent. So yeah, that's our first match on the show. I'm uh, now we're going to. We talked there a, a wee bit there about Ricochet. Now I'm going to move on to our first potential match with the exports involved. Now, for anybody who are real, is you to ICW. We do see them pull out the stops, and in recent years we've had a lot of guys come over from the states. Uh, the first one I always remember was Rhino, when he came over at Fear and Loving, The one at a- the first one at ABC. We've had in the past couple of years the likes of Cut Angle, the Dudleys. And Mick Foley as well. Uh, so the first of our exports I'm going to talk about is a Mr. Monday night, the whole effing show, Rob Van Dam. We got any, any RVD fans on the panel?
2: I think everyone's an RVD fan. Even if you've not seen RVD, <laughs> you're an RVD fan.
1: So yeah, Rob Van Dam will be making his ICW debut this coming Sunday where he'll be taking on Lionheart and now into the match, Zach Gibson. Now, the big discussion with a lot of ICW fans I've talked about is the addition of Gibson in this match. It's got a lot of mixed response from some of the ICW fans. Some, some of it wanted just to be the… the this, there's no disrespect to Gibson, some people just wanted to see 1v1, but now it's the triple threat. I mean, what's, what's the thoughts on that one? Uh, would you have rather seen the one-on-one matchup, or are you happy that we're going to be having a triple threat?
3: One of the things I've got down in my notes is I'd had a look-up just to see how active R V D had been this year. And i only had six matches this year. So I think I've got a bit more confidence in the match knowing that Gibson's in there. Because mm-hmm. um, Ed's getting a bit older. We've all been quite a fan of him. And remember, well, I'm old enough to remember he's coming into WWE in 2001 and how different he was compared to everybody else. But that's quite a long time. And it's been a long time since he's been a full-time wrestler. Mm-hmm. And there's, yeah. I think there's an expectation when you come to ICW. That you can't just be a name, you've got to be able to bring it like example recently Sabu there was a lot of hearsay about oh God, Sabu broken down etc and he delivered a hell of a match with Whiplash it didn't leave anybody leaving there feeling disappointed it may be that RVD brings his, his full game and he's got it but I like that little fallback and one of Gibson's there and I think Gibson's had a hell of a year as well mm-hmm. um 0G reign and he's one of the last true proper heels in wrestling I think, he doesn't look to get cheered, he tries to antagonise wherever he is when you see him looking to get a negative response when he's in Liverpool it's this massive Liverpool and anywhere else mm. he's got a proper craft to it so I think it gives as well not just the match but I think it gives something to take along mm-hmm. to like the next shows and carry on because not everything can be about finishing at the Hydro it's that next step as well and that's where I see this being a feud that could continue
1: yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan, personally, of that Gibson. I, mean, uh, I was at last year's show, and some of the guys I was with weren't familiar with Gibson's work. Now, I first came across Gibson when he was in the, the Davy Boy Smith Memorial Cup. They actually won that tournament, actually, against a, a high-caliber uh, competition, so Wild Boar was in it. Marty Scurrell was in it. Will Osper, I think, was involved it, with it with as well. Nathan Cruz. Uh, so, it was a high... Uh, he he hit, hit the pick of the bunch of that one, showed the, the caliber that he is. But... Obviously, I think he'll add a lot to the match, but before that, a lot of the build up was around Lionheart, who has, he's also had a very unique year at ICW. He's turned from being the guy that the fans love to boo to the one that the fans, the one the fans love to cheer now. I mean, the Lionheart transformation as a character I think this year's been absolutely brilliant. I mean, I'm a big fan of Lionheart. I think he's absolutely fantastic in the ring. He's shown that in his years when he was in America. Uh, a lot of people say this is going to be his moment, but there's also talk, there's room, a lot of rumours that this could potentially be Lionheart's last match, which is why a lot of people wanted it to be the one-on-one. I mean, I don't know what's, what's the thoughts on that particular angle. I've not heard that.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, everyone's been saying that as a rumour, but I've got no idea where um, that came from.
1: It was mentioned on, we'll talk more about, it's a wee bit on Lionheart's appearance on STV2, uh, that infamous night. Oh, I didn't oh. watch that. <laughs> <laughs> It was mentioned what? there, and I think it's, it's, it's a lot of people, it's kind of seeded, it
2: wasn't really something I'd heard about before that. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah, I did, he- I did see that interview, but I have no idea where it came from before that. No, I nearly did, but it's, it's, it became seeded in a lot of people's minds that Lionheart, obviously,
1: Lionheart had that injury uh, four years ago now when he got his neck broken, so he's done amazing to get back to the level that he's at, Yeah. probably one of the top pound-for-pound wrestlers in ICW.
2: Yeah, Lionheart's proven that he can ride a crowd reaction whether you're behind him or against him. Mm-hmm. He's been one of the most exciting characters in the last few years. His story is absolutely incredible, mm-hmm. and um, I, I can't actually tell, is it Rob Van Dam versus Lionheart that I'm actually excited about, or is it entirely just Lionheart as a phenomenon on his own? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be excellent. Yeah. Um, in terms of adding Zach Gibson into the match, I don't want to read too much into Rob Van Dam or how, how he's doing these days, but um, I think in the past when you add in, uh, you know, when you put three men into a match and one of them's an import, it's actually very exciting because you get both that dynamic between two uh, local wrestlers, uh, well relatively local, um, and the import. It's more exciting that way, there's unpredictable elements, it's going to be a good match.
6: Mm -hmm.
1: Excellent, yeah. So, uh, but RVD is obviously, we've not really seen RVD much and as Stephen said, he's not really wrestled a lot of matches in the last year, but at his peak he was the one of the top stars in WWE. Do you still think that we'll get, well obviously we're not going to get the same level of performance for RVD, but you think he'll be able to cope with these two guys at the top of their game? Uh, a lot of people are saying things that the reason Gibson was in the match is because RVD's not quite at it to the same level he was and he can't be the f- triple threat will make him look better than the, than the one-on-one.
2: I don't think RVD will need anyone to make him look good. I think RVD will come in fantastic shape and I think he'll put on a great show. Well, I
1: think there's obviously, we're on a, a day where uh, social media's ripe and there's obviously, pitch you can't go about it now without people catching you, but most of the ones I've seen him, he is still looking in peak condition. Mm-hmm. So, for, especially for the years that he's had with that high-flying style he said, it's not, it's it's standard that he's not going to have the same level of performance he had back in his peak in the early early 90s, late 90s. Mm -hmm. But I'm still fairly looking forward to RVD coming because at the height, around about the time of the Invasion in WWE, he was my favourite after Austin. No,
3: I I don't think, I think we'll see all his spots. I think we'll see Roland Thunder, we'll see the five star, maybe a Van Daminator or two, or a Van Terminator, if he's really feeling on his game. That'd be great. That'd Um, be awesome. And I think it's probably going to be the first time non-WWE that he's wrestled in front of such a big crowd as well for a a while. And if you can't get up yourself up and going for that sort of crowd, then it's time to pack up. But I do think I think it'll be a good match with the three of them. I feel more comfortable about it as the three and yeah, I think it'll be a good one. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's, it's got great potential, absolutely, as it's just a triple threat. So, again, I'm going to fall into the predictions from the panel here. We've got Lionheart, RVD and Zach Gibson. Who will be walking away with the 1-2-3 from that match? I hope so. okay. I'm going with Gibson. What's your reasoning?
3: Um, I, I've got a feeling it leads on to a match between Lionheart and Gibson at the square goal. Probably they either going in first or 30th stipulation. Right. Seems to be quite a favourite one.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. it that's, that's, that seems to be the common fact. It's either that or Winner gets in, Winner loses out. So, yeah, that's again a good point there, Stacey.
5: Um, well, I'm relatively new to WWE, so I don't really know who RVD is. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing what what he brings to the match. Um but I would think I would like Lionheart to win. So
1: you've so you've never actually seen R V D? Not in
2: any videos. What my no. esteemed colleague means to say is she has seen every single one <laughs> of Rob Van Dam's matches and is more than clued up to be talking about that on this podcast, today. it to give you perspective, a rolling thunder is kinda similar to the rolling slice? But it's not
1: in the corner,
3: and it's... Uh, a bit cleaner. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's, right, okay. it's, it's fair to say, yeah. Uh, uh, when we've got the interval, we'll get some RVD greatest hits up, and we'll maybe come back to this question. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole effing show, absolutely. Josh, what's your opinion on this one?
2: Uh, I've got to count it as a lion heart. I think the fans are massively behind him at the moment. I think he deserves a win at this stage in his career. Mm. Uh, I really hope those retirement rumours are not true. I, I say, it's only really something I've heard at that point in time of the interview I mean Lionheart's done a
1: great great job of getting the whole show over I mean mm. obviously there was that the show the stv tube. we're not going to talk about it in too much detail but obviously he was on the show and he threw the water in the face of that person whose mm. name will not be mentioned on a another show of mine
2: <laughs> see the thing is I feel uncomfortable even talking about the rumour because I never heard anything about it until it was spoken about on TV, and even then, it seemed to come out of nowhere. I, think that's so kinda, I, I think hope that's, we're not inadvertently like fueling something that's just completely false.
1: Oh, we'll take it as a part of. We've heard it on the TV show, and it's mm-hmm. kind of had a lot of people. Because I've seen a few numbers about it on internet after it as well as like is Lionheart retiring, his blah, blah blah blah. But I think he still got a couple of years left in him. I mean, he still looks in great shape. Mm-hmm. He's probably at his peak in terms of his actual performance, and mm-hmm. for that reason, I'm going to agree with Josh, yeah. and I'm going to say a Lionheart when I think he is at the peak of his popularity and it's this is going to be his moment. I would say, I mean last year he did a great job in putting over Kenny mm-hmm. and that was a fantastic end to that ladder match between the two of them. And so I I, I will go with uh, Lionheart as well. E.P. you got any input in this?
4: I've got go with my boy from Liverpool.
6: soon. <laughs> I love
4: his promos.
1: His promos are amazing. I think yeah. he's
3: one of the best promo cutters in the
6: UK it's, circuit. It's,
4: mm-hmm. I think it's so simple but mm-hmm. so good. And it gets so much buy-in from everyone when
3: he does it. I know I got told off for mentioning that other podcasts exist when, <laughs> when I was on the show the last time. But if anyone hasn't listened to Jim Smallman Choose the Night Jaw with Zach Gibson talking about his stories in China, mm. it's certainly a way to spend an hour of your life. But don't spend it somewhere you need to be looking serious because it's proper laugh all the way through well, it. I,
4: I need to for that,
3: later. <laughs> Great, so we've had a nice mix across the bag there. So
1: before we go on to talk about our next match, it's time that we bring you part one of Stephen's interview with the Fresh Prince of Jermaine Square. It is Ravi Davies's This is part one of the highlights of our interview with Davey.
3: So just to kick off, Davey, it's been quite a big year for you. We've seen you expanding out, uh, wrestling across the big shows for ICW, we it at Square Go, um, Baramania, then The Wedding, and then now we're coming up to the Hydro Weekend. Um, how have you felt your year's been so far?
0: Well... Uh Actually it's funny, my years went amazing obviously for myself, Uh, I've only been wrestling for two years so I didn't think in my second year that I would be uh, burned on the door like this and doing all the big shows and stuff like that because it's something that I was obviously working towards and then it just all came quite quick but my year actually started at the Hydro last year when the promo video came out saying that uh, Team ICW had won had won the four on four match and that because of that Dallas put me in the square goal. So I had the big build up to the square goal, done my, uh, my montage video, stuff like that. Ravi, Davy Wan, not means the Rocky. Uh, so got that uh, uh, that was uh, got a good response in that and then felt I had quite a good show in the Square Go. Uh, took big Rampage Jackson and Johnny Moss department, I mean so if it wasn't for them I'd have the problem won it. <laughs> uh, so Oh well, too I'm not going to grumble about that, but aye, so that was really good, getting to compete in the square goal, because obviously being for Govan, I love a good square goal myself, you know what I mean, so getting that was really good. Uh, then was getting to do like, the tour shows and stuff like that, that was a really good experience, getting to wrestle with Joe Coffey, Zach Gibson, uh, Grado, when he first joined with Rudo, sports yeah. entertainment match, that was actually his first match in ICW, with That so that was, that was a great learning curve and stuff like that, and know, uh, just getting all these mad honours and then to get papped in the six-man invitational scramble, the zero-g championship match at the Bannamanias, getting to wrestle mani- with the Barras obviously is fantastic for the start anyway, there's people in there that have played little Oasis uh, and stuff like that. Even
3: just being in the Barras, it's got that feel to It you know, uh, it's I got that story to it, in any event there, be it so the things I've been there this year went to Barra and then seeing Liam Gallagher. It uh, I see and you know. it's the same atmosphere man. Exactly, it's, it's always
0: it's just got that aura about it. Mean, just it's everybody so goes there, want to have a good time and enjoy the show. So it it's must a be a pure, something to be there. Definitely, it's a pure part of Scottish uh, history. and Plus ICW are in the Barras Hall of Fame. So obviously the fact that I've wrestled for ICW in the Barras, means yeah. that technically I'm in the <laughs> Barras Hall of Fame. <laughs> <not> <laughs> mean you know what if it be technically isn't it? I'd put that on uh, my kinder of profile too. So obviously with that happening, eh, it wasn't just the fact that I was eh, in the match. It was the fact that I was in the match with people like Matt Cross, P.T. Gunn, eh, Zach Gibson, Kenny Williams and all that. And before everybody just basically thought, oh, David Davies is there to fill up numbers. But then obviously, you know yourself, you're one of the people that actually said that after that Aye. match. uh, proved that I wasn't just a... Uh, spot because those six people and need a cheaper option, not when I was there because you know I could do
3: something thing. in the match. We're, we're a match like that, the way the quality you're in there, we, they're, they're not going to just put somebody in who doesn't know what they're doing or is only in there do one thing or the other, you need to be totally involved and aware of everything that's going on. So that's what I did point out to you after it was that's something you need to be proud of. As, I see it, as somebody, like, as a performer, I can imagine doing that after two years and I've watched wrestling for all my years, um, so I know definitely.
0: Aye, so that was that was really good. Obviously, the reviews, and that, after that, just proving that I was not uh, just papped in there because obviously I was gaining a trust, and Aye. I managed to fulfil that trust. So that was good. And then you, know, you can tell that with wrestling weddings, uh, they never got to go right. But I thought you never know, not, I mean, but the chance of probability one of them's due to go right. So I thought, who <laughs> know? not I mean. Always have a bad luck. May as well try and get a good luck one time. So I had the wrestling wedding at Shugs. Uh, thought it was a great wee ceremony, and that but then that big Daffy Bram came out. Obviously. Ruined it for us all, smashed everybody, smashed uh, Martina, me, Toll, uh, Xander, Kez, who'd have a broken leg, <coughs> smashed him. Uh, everybody, pure gangster going and uh, smashed Cab Shield, everything, it was just horrible. Uh, obviously, most people were having a good laugh at that at the time because I could imagine how that would be funny or nothing, but it wasn't <laughs> funny to us, it was a bit ripping the Eh uh, So that's how I just I obviously burst my buzz, so I grabbed the mic and Challenged me in a match, uh, so I said what I said. He came down, battled me, and gave me an eye like quasi modo, uh, absolutely messed my face up. Uh, which was quite hard to take, not I mean, because uh, just obviously my family I haven't seen that the next day, and that not I mean little to me off for Just, just as a fan watching it, it like I didn't, I personally didn't think he was taking
3: liberties with you. Mm-hmm. The way I have seen it, is that because I know you you're the guy who does everything, you're the guy who does the raffles, you're the guy yeah. who goes out in the street and causes a scene and get the imp- that and that and the product. So that to me was that, but it still got to the point of feeling uncomfortable. Mm-hmm and i know you well enough but no that well like because i can imagine what you're saying there like your family and stuff i like well, hope like
0: to see you and why you know obviously like how it happened or just so on my on my fact well i come a background where i used to did, like, fight in the streets and stuff like growing up and stuff so uh, my family me telling my family we going to rest and they're actually happy oh wrestling's fake Not um, it be good he's not got to go he said no got to be coming in here with all these cuts bruises scrapes not because yeah. he's not got to be fighting the people like he's got to be sticking to the rest and stuff like that so it came in my face like that. Like, what happened there? You've been fighting again? No, no, no. no I was wrestling. They're all pure. Aye. Terrifying. We don't want you doing that. No, I mean that's. I thought wrestling was meant to be fake. How come you've ended up like that? Was that an accident? It's like, no, it's not an accident. I mean that was meant. To, that's that's what it have done. Is obviously <laughs> I always spot to speak about how uh, obviously like, I don't bring my family to the shows, Matt, like, because one of the ones that's like uh, being for government was out exactly the most. I'm not exactly the most well off. Not mean, I Aye. hope one day that I can. That's so why I want to so do. I want to become rich and famous through wrestling, so that I, so I, so I can make my family a uh, better off Not mean, so I can take. I take them out. Give them. I'm not going to I'll never leave. Gove myself. Not mean, but I can maybe take them out and put them somewhere Aye. where they'll be safe and happy on a bit well off uh, So I don't exactly pure force them to come to the shows. Or anything, like, stuff, like, like, I not because twenty quid stuff. I'm for an ICW show. Uh, especially if you don't. like it If you've just come to watch me. Aye. It's a bit. It's a bit of a lot of money. Not mean. So Aye. I don't ask them to all come in and that. Like, but then. Coming in and showing them that, they just, it just it was it's, no, it's not gotta be a good advertisement to try and get them to come but either. I mean that if I have a big match one time and I'm like or oh, if I, I if I get if I make it to the hydro on Sunday, my family may be put off because I'm like, I oh, well i go got to wrestle, I, who you wrestle against Oh Bram, or a <laughs> guy doing that to your eye, I don't want to go and watch that, what aye. Aye. So it's stuff like that, it's but I'll convince them, you know what I mean? If I make it to the hydro I'll convince them but I uh, so it's just stuff like that, it's it's hard it's hard, not mean, uh, it was but, uh, wasn't he as, as I said, it was mere something. I I probably should've just ran past what I said to him before I went in the ring room. Right. That's mere it was mere me hinking off, I say something <laughs> but you hear the moment. But he's done what he's done to me, I'm gonna do but, what I do
1: uh, That was part one of our interview with Ravi Davies. Stay tuned to the show where we'll be bringing you part two of Stephen's chat with The Fresh Prince of Drummond Square. Before we get back into the matches, Stephen, you got a wee promo you want to drop?
3: Yeah, I just wanted to drop in as part of all the activities this weekend. uh, Jamie Wilson of Bad Guy Brand, um, who cuts the hair and makes all the ICW stars look as wonderful as they do when they appear on camera, uh, is running a charity auction for York Hill. So he's got a number of items to auction off that he's going to be putting up the details on his Facebook page over the weekend. That's Bad Guy Brand on Twitter. And I think it's pretty much the same on facebook as well and one of the things he's got is one of the turnbuckles from last year's fear and loathing and i believe there's going to be a number of signatures on it and there's a number of other one-off and unique items that he's received from various wrestlers that he looks after or um has touched up at the shows etc so so keep an eye on uh, his facebook and twitter pages over the weekend there'll be live streams with some of the guys as he cuts their hair backstage and then various information about the auctions etc and again it's for york hill if there's anybody in Glasgow in the West that hasn't had some interaction with York Hill via themselves or a family member, etc., then you're very lucky. Um, so I think everybody will agree it's a wonderful cause and something to
6: That's
3: get yourself a wonderful wee bit of memorabilia from.
1: Yep, absolutely. See, there's there's lots of things that uh, are going on over the weekend, as well as shows. There's various deals you'll see up. because So keep an eye on all your ICW stars uh, Twitter and Facebook feeds. They'll be telling you about lots of, lots of offers. Uh, so, back to the wrestling. I think we should then move on to a bit of history that we're going to be seeing at the Hydro, and that is in the the women's championship match, where I believe it's the first triple threat match in women's wrestling in a cage.
2: Mm. <laughs> oh, in a cage, yeah, maybe. In a cage. I was <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe you don't actually No, I was, I, was,
1: I was slowly <laughs> seeding into it, yeah. No, it's, it's the uh, triple threat, the triple threat women's match inside of a steel cage where we'll be seeing Kaylee Ray, I don't know, uh, defending her ICW Women's Championship against Viper and Casey. Now, obviously, women's wrestling in midst of a bit of a a revolution as tight as went on, but we've not had a triple threat inside the cage. ICW are again pulling out the stops and bringing us a cage match. What do you think seeing these three top-class UK Female wrestlers are going. It's going to be like inside the cage, as opposed to your standard triple threat women's match. Open up, guys. What's your thoughts on the st- the effect of the, how the steel cage is going to bring bring to this?
3: See if it wasn't the main event, or the, the 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 two titles match coming later on. I think this could be a worthy main event of a show like this. we've got two absolute world class. Uh, re- female wrestlers in Kayla Ray and Viper, and that's not taking any, anything away from Casey, who's had a really good reign and not s- fell short at any point in which she's had, but I don't think she's had that worldwide exposure yet I think this is a chance for them to properly prove themselves and get the, the women's vibe out there it's a really big, big up to be given the cage match, we've seen the previous cage matches at the yeah. Hydro mm-hmm. have been really big stake affairs like the Legion match um, at SECC and last year with the heavyweight title match being in the cage so the women's match getting that mm. I really don't know what to expect because it's not something I've seen a lot of and say women's cage matches and it's not uh, again I'm not really a fan of seeing women's matches and men's matches because the end of the day they're all wrestlers in an oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. they're all uh, ICW, the way I describe it when I talk about the women's matches is that the guys are scared of the women
2: in ICW.
1: Yeah, they're all in that equal playing, yeah. playing field. I mean, we've seen that uh, even recently in WWE where they had uh, Becky Lynch taking on James Ellsworth, and that was really the first intergender face-off in WWE in a long time. And ICW, it pretty much happens on a weekly basis, so they do treat them on equal playing fields, which is always good as well. Uh, so, but the, as you said there, Stephen, the cage match—it's it's a match that ICW tend to save for the big stakes. I mean, we've had the cases where we had Wolfgang and BT Gunn, ABC, a couple of years ago, and we had the Triple Threat match involving Legion, and last year when Wolfgang and Trent Seven faced off for the championship. So it does—it has a special feel to it, knowing that these two are gonna be, these three are gonna be fighting inside a cage. Uh, but say women's wrestling in the UK in particular or even worldwide has got a lot of attention recently with the Mae Young Classic being held in. Uh, Two of the the, uh, stars of that tournament were part of that actual, a part of this match, you know. Uh, One of the ones obviously, Viper was one that really stood out in that tournament. She had a great run to the quarterfinals, I believe. Uh, And Viper's always been, she's kind of came across as a a go-to wrestler now for ICW. Mm -hmm. But we're looking as well, you've got Casey. Who I believe has had a standout year in ICW. I mean, what's your thoughts on that one? On Casey in this match, do you think she deserves her place in this matchup?
2: Yeah, I I would. I think it's probably when you, next to Kayleigh Ray and Viper because of the worldwide exposure, particularly through WWE that you mentioned. It could be quite easy to overlook Casey, but I think Casey's always been a very exciting performer, hmm. Um I think. Uh, She's been repackaged a few times. She's repackaged herself a few times. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, and mm. it's quite exciting every single time. And I quite like the rock and roll sort of metal vibe that she has going for her. Um, I'm personally really excited to see some, uh, you know, a name that has, you know, a, a newer name to that division competing at Fear and Loathing. Yeah, she's not a new name to that division, but I think in that sort of main event picture over the last few years, you know, she hasn't been quite up there. Yeah. Um, Kaylee Ray. One of the most exciting performers in ICW. I remember um, going to see her versus Carmel at. Uh, was oh, it Dave's oh, Not oh, Here Man in Edinburgh Picture House?
1: A, le- a legendary feud they two had. Absolutely that was brilliant.
2: Absolutely amazing. That was one of the matches I looked forward to most the entire night and it wasn't disappointing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Kaylee Ray, uh, I remember, you know, when. Uh, I think it was. I don't want to get this wrong. I think it was maybe. uh was it Stevie she was tagging with a few was it a year back versus uh, BT Gunn and Renfrew? And like Oh, they fought off a good few that times. Was just My well,
1: first ICW show I remember uh, it was meant to be NEK versus the Bucky Boys and Davey was obviously uh, was injured at that point in time and Cayley Ray stepped in for him. And mm-hmm. I obviously as a first time at an ICW show, you're used to that WWE style where they don't really get the same level of physicality the men and mm. the women. And I seen her going at it with these guys, and I thought, oh, "This is mm. amazing. She is absolutely phenomenal."
5: Yeah, some of the some of the bumps
1: she was getting, uh huh, is unreal, and she continues to get them. Mm. There was a point, obviously, before WWE, uh, ICW launched the women's championship, where mm. she was just a f- she was really pretty much just against the guys. Mm. And exactly, it was, you
3: know, was just a testament to <laughs> how good she is in the ring. I think something just to follow in yeah, that we be seen a, a new face in the women's title picture. It has been something has been quite a constant criticism ICW this year is when Kayleigh and Viper are away that we don't see any women's matches.
1: Well if you kinda look at yeah if you kinda look at the the past three Fear and including this coming one, they've all been triple threat matches and they've all included Kayleigh and yeah. I mean, the first year Nikki, Nikki Storm and Nikki Cross was in there. Last year it was Carmel, another match before her retirement, and now we've got Casey. Yeah, so was, uh,
3: I think there is room to expand out the women's division and see more faces in. I think the recent Fierce Female show uh, over at The Shed a couple of weeks ago showed that there is a vast number of women across the UK, and there has been more used in the tour shows, the likes of Roxy um, that was used in Newcastle. so I, I would like to see more of them come in and not just be a, a women's match on. Maybe have like get a couple of them in, have a tag match, get a bit more variety and see what's there and keep mm. that going through the year because the women that are there are really good and put on really good matches. It would just be seeing that consistency of more on a more regular basis.
1: I mean, I think with Casey. I mean, Casey had one of the, in my opinion, the standout moments of ICW this, this year where she won the, ch- the title at Shugs in such quick, convincing fashion. It really put her over as a star, you know? and I think that's helped propel her as the years went on since then and she she is obviously with as you said the likes of Kayleigh and Viper being away doing the things like the Mae Young Classic she's had that chance to stand out in the division and we find that she's deservedly in this spot Mm -hmm. and it, it, it just shows the level of depth that ICW's got that they can rely on people like her.
2: Yeah what I always think about all three of them is that they always go above and beyond in every single match so I'm really excited to see this one.
1: It's got, it has got potential. It's just, it's, it's, as we say, all three of them are very high-class athletes mm-hmm. in, in the respect, of, obviously in wrestling. So
2: actually, I would just quickly say, I think that when uh, Viper first won the women's title, I think that was match of the night for me of that show as well.
1: That was, I remember that as one of the very few things that Mick Foley did as commissioner that night <laughs> <laughs> was bring Viper in. But it was it was, it was, it was, it was, it just showed the faith they had in Viper to actually. To put her in that, to give her such a prominent mm-hmm. spot on the on the pay per view. I mean, Alpha One was excited to see Nikki Storm versus Kaylee Ray. I thought that was going to steal the show mm-hmm. at the SECC, But Viper just added that extra, the extra style. I mean, because her and Kaylee yeah. Ray's style seem to mesh quite well. Mm-hmm. The obviously Viper's more physical and Kaylee Ray's got the more high fly, and it does work well. And Casey's kind of that gimmick she's got, where she's it's kind of mm-hmm. she comes across as cra- a bit crazy, but she's got a good quality of wrestling. It just it just meshes and I think that's why a lot of people are excited to see this. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, years gone by in WWE, the women's matches weren't as excited to see, but now even WWE and now in our own backyard, mm-hmm. we're excited to see women's wrestling and it's just testament to how good they've all been in the last year.
2: Yeah. I remember Viper as well. I thought she kind of stole the show at the, uh, I can't remember what it was called, the Jimmy Havoc deathmatch tournament in yes. Glasgow in the Classic Grand, uh, Viper versus Chris Renfrew, that was absolutely incredible.
1: <laughs> and they've been tagging recently as well, which is a funny wee turnaround in the mm-hmm. recent. They've been kind of involved in one of the mm-hmm. the other matches on the show. They kind of mixed the feuds. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Casey's been with with Jimmy Havoc, which <laughs> what a combo
3: that is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely brilliant. I think one point, in terms of what to expect, just just remembering there, the DCT Bram cage match where we've seen Viper come off the top.
1: So we did, yeah. So, so we did,
3: yeah. Out of the three of them, she's the only one of the three that's been in an ICW cage. Mm-hmm. So I know it wasn't in, in the full match, but she has been up there. So I wouldn't put it against seeing something like that again on Sunday.
1: No, absolutely. So again, it's time to get our predictions on this one. Casey, Kayleigh Ray, and Viper for the Women's Championship. I'm going to start with Josh this time, what do you think?
2: I have absolutely no preference on who wins this match because I think all three are fantastic. You can't sit I, on the fence, would, we yeah, need something yeah, from that, you. That's, You're not not like on the fence.
4: that's my preference. No splinters allowed on this show. <laughs> oh,
2: don't worry, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disappoint. I think Casey's <laughs> going to win this one. Right. Yeah. Brilliant. I think it will be exciting to hear some new stories told. Brilliant. Stacey?
5: Um, all of the matches I've seen any of them in have all been fantastic. Um. But I think it's going to be a Viper win. Oh, interesting!
1: Good to see, Stephen. What's your What's your thoughts on this one?
3: I think Casey's winning this. I think this cements her being. It's not Viper and Kaylee with Casey. I think this is Casey's moment of. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. in that elite and in that bracket and takes the belt forward. See,
1: I think uh, they're going to position. I agree. I think Casey's going to win it because I think they're going to position her to be the the face of the division. Because obviously, with Kayleigh Ray and Viper, they've been more exposure worldwide, and you may not see them having that same prominent role in ICW going forward. Mm-hmm. But I think Casey's got a ton of potential. I mean, I even say that. I mean, she had that the, the recent dra- WWE tryout as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I think they're going to position her as the the face of the division. I'm going for a Casey win. Quacku.
4: Um I've got support Viper. Um, that's that's my person. Viper's my person. Um, but I will say. Everyone's in for a treat in this match. If this match is half as good as the match at the garage when Kayleigh Ray took the title of Casey in the first place at that sold out event, you're in for a treat in this match.
1: There seems to be a lack of uh, support for the filthy generation so far. <laughs> <laughs> but that may change. Oh, filth life.
4: You've got to love filth life.
1: But that may change when we talk about next match. Yes, we're talking about the match that will decide who is ICW's king of insanity the the fatal four way match between Mikey Whiplash, Chris Renfrew, of course Stevie Boy, and the one and only Jimmy Havoc, the battle for King of Insanity. This is going to be crazy, and I cannot wait. I'm so excited for this match. I have been since that that moment where, where Jimmy Havoc came out of the coffin mm-hmm. at ABC. I've been like, oh, this is going to be brilliant. It's they're all just they're all just hardcore to the T. So it's not going to be for the faint-hearted. I think it's fair to say.
4: Mm.
2: Yeah, that's the match I'm looking forward to most for that night. Um, I, I genuinely don't know what to say about this because every single time that any of them get into the ring for a kind of extreme match, it always goes really extreme, so when you put all four of them in at the same time, I have no idea what's going to happen but I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah, it's an exciting match the fact that it's been well built up over the year. I mean, it started off obviously of, uh, Renfrew and Stevie were feuding, then Whiplash made his return at Baromania. There was obviously the the months where Renfrew was with Whiplash, and they were out to get Stevie Boy, and then there was uh, Jimmy Havoc making his return, Shugs, and then we eventually got to the big build of the Renfrew turning on Whiplash, and that really what a s- pop that
4: got! Oh, it was what absolutely
1: a pop. brilliant. I remember watching that on YouTube. Such a good one. It just shows the level of popularity Renfrew's, Renfrew's got with this the solid crowd. Yeah. But it just you just felt like it just advanced to a level, and that's when we got that that insanity match and it's really just going to be the true test of who is the most hardcore in the company. A lot of people have said for years that Renfrew is that man. Obviously Jimmy Havoc's been known throughout worldwide as being an absolute crazy guy. I can't really say the exact words on this on this show yeah. but he is an absolute, he is crazy to the T. I remember one of my first memories of ICW of him stapling <laughs> places that a man should not staple a woman. Yeah. <laughs> But it just showed. that he is absolutely. He will go to any lengths. Yeah. To hurt people.
2: I I always thought he was absolutely crazy, incredibly tough. But then this year when I saw the spoilers for who won the King of the Death Match tournament. Yes. Oh no! Sorry, tournament of death. That's McFoley. Yeah. Uh, the CZW tournament of death. I could not believe my eyes. Like that's just an entire new level. Um. I've not seen him uh, any of his matches uh, in ICW uh, recently that have been of that nature, so it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see what comes out on the day.
1: Yeah, does the fact about obviously the fact that uh, we've got Stevie Boy in it, leader of the filthy generation. We do have that potential with obviously the rules that it. it's not just going to be the four of them in the ring. We're bound to see Kaylee Ray. We're bound to see the Kings of Catch. We're bound to see Dante. We're bound to see a whole amount of characters gonna yeah. be involved in this match, which just adds. To the to the intrigue of it, you know. The, the one question I've got. to This this may be a stupid question. Is it going to stay in the ring within the guardrails, or are we got to get some crowd action on this one?
5: Definitely crowd action. I, I think that's I
1: think that's part and parcel now
3: with a a feeling loving event. You need yeah. to get in the crowd at some point. Half of me worries that this could be the one that stops ICW being at the Hydro, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> because I uh, just with with the guys you've got in there and the reputations they've got at stake, and the fact that they all take very much a great deal of pride. We've heard Renfrew talk before about how he's... Try- when a lot of people left ICW, that he kept being the extreme guy that gave the blood, the violence, the attacks, the tables. We've seen Jimmy win the uh, CZW Tournament of Death this year. Mm-hmm. Was sort of King of the Death match. Is it? I can never get this... It's not my type of wrestling, so I don't always get the names right. Mm-hmm. Um, Whippy has just got... A first for pain that I don't think anybody can pass. And I think the dark horse in this is Stevie, because Stevie's been almost the victim in these type of matches. He's been the guy kind of forced into it. But I think he's the guy that's... we got any predictions a bit, but I see him as the one that's got the most to gain from this in terms of reputation and... Um, moving up from it.
1: Well, we saw, you say there was Stevie, he, he can dish out as well. I, mean, I remember the fight, one of the Fight Club tapings in February where it was him and Davey versus the NAK and he, he absolutely tore into Renfrew by a candlestick stick and when Renfrew had his hands behind his back. It was That was brutal. But it just shows he's got that capability to dish it out. But, like you say as well, whiplash is first for pain is unreal. I mean, was it with him in BT last year where he made them? So it was. I can't remember exactly what he did, but it was nasty looking. Yeah. And he just, he, he just got that way. He just wants more. You know, mm-hmm. just keep going at him. You know, I mean, him and BT at the at the SEC two years ago, mm-hmm. where uh, the both the both went through the table, ended the draw, and then Whitplush just got back up and go, "Come on, yeah, let's end this in the ring," and just kept going. You know, he. It, you got you can't forget as well that even though the the main part of this match is it's going to be hardcore, it's going to be bloody. They're all very good in the ring. Mm-hmm. They both, they've all got great technical ability. I mean, especially uh spe- ah, Whiplash. Is, is, you forget how good just how good he is in the
3: ring.
2: Yeah, he can wrestle any type of match and it'll be exciting.
3: Yeah, I know absolutely. Mm. Uh, again, I said, I said I hinted on earlier on. It's not really my type of match. Mm. I like wrestling because I know they're not really hurting each other at any great extreme. <laughs> well, uh, uh... a lot of the guys I know sorry it's well the dream but a lot of people have got things they've got to do the next day <laughs> and it's just it's just not my preference i prefer i'm kind of slow methodical baby face heel type of thing but it's one of these it's a proper spectacle it's not a match you're going to see anywhere else they are going to take risks they're going to push themselves and i think this is one for i think we all know somebody who's a bit of a lapsed fan if we want to try and talk people into going along with the show this is one that you tell people it's like you're not going to see this anywhere else you complain that there would be ease too quiet too res- reserved, you don't see the blood, you don't see the vans you need to see, if you go to this this is one that people go away and go oh the rest of the show wasn't the real but that stuff was real and that's, this is a match that would leave impression and give you the proper flavour of ICW so it's one I'll, I'll, I'll be watching maybe through the, the gaps between my fingers but it's definitely one you don't want to look away from
1: <laughs> On the note of trying to convince people to go to ICW, go on to Glasgow Live now where you can see my article give 7 reasons why you should go to ICW feeling and Loving Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> shameless bug. <laughs>
3: he timed it in so well, I had to do it, I had to do it. <laughs> I, I, I think that's a massive well done on that, to get that sort of detail out there. Um, I didn't really know Glasgow Live until it got mentioned that this may be something that was going to happen, to see some of that, so...
2: I think it was a massive achievement like of you to... share. Oh, sorry. I, I think it was a massive achievement of you to manage to summarise it down to seven reasons.
3: Yeah, that was, that,
1: that was, that was tough, that was tough. Thank you to my fellow uh, colleagues at Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet here for helping with that. <laughs> All deservedly of a mention, but <laughs> back on t- the the plug's over. That's that that's that's my plug over for the day. Uh, Winner of this match, who will be ICW's King of Insanity after Sunday? Yeah, I'll go back to Josh in on this one. Who are you think,
2: Stevie? <laughs> Straight up reason? No, no, no. no. Uh, I think he's just been the star of this entire feud. I mean, it started off as a bit of a triangle with Whiplash and Renfrew and Stevie, and then. Jimmy Havoc came in but he seems to be at the centre of it all uh, I think he's got the most to prove and um, yeah I think it'll be Stevie
1: Excellent Stacey
5: um, I think it'll be Stevie as well because I've got a feeling that Renfrew and Whippy will probably just just like attack each other in it because of everything that has went on over the past few months and I think Stevie will just cash in on that so that's my prediction
3: see, see. Steven? Uh, s- Stacey, Stephen Similar to what Stacy said, I think the, the other three will do something absolutely demonic to each other and Stevie then gets up and gets that opportunity and I think it's something that's well deserved um, I probably didn't mention it earlier on but with Stevie, he properly is I think he's your next headliner in ICW and I think this is the step he takes to move up and be in that title challenge position
1: yeah, C- can I start? He- th- can I start things up and say that I want Whiplash to win?
2: Oh, that was who we thinks going to win. I don't know if it was who we wanted to win. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just want <laughs> him to
1: win. I want who I think is going to win because I, all he has been champion. He's never had his big moment at Fear and Loving mm-hmm. I think he deserves that for the, the blood that he's but gave for the company. I think this is his shot.
5: Stephen, I have to say I agree with you. Um, I think Stevie's going to win. But I want Whippy to win.
1: I think what well, I think he's just he he is. I, mean, I think he'll take a beating and then just it doesn't it's not big to him But I think Whippy he wants it Yay. and he, he, he's he's willing to pour the blood for it. Mm. And I think this is his moment.
5: And I think we've already seen how much he's wanting this as well. Absolutely. In the
1: run up, mm. Epi.
4: Um, part of me says Stevie will win, but I think a big part of me wants Havoc to win. Uh, personally. Mm, I don't ask me why, but I I just. I, I get what everyone's saying about Whippy and everything, and so much respect for the guy. Like, the guy puts on amazing matches and does great promos, but a part of me wants a bit of Havoc to win. Excellent. I love when we don't agree. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that's the best part. Right, moving on now, before before we before we give you part two of our interview with Ravy Davey, let's talk about another export. One who has, I think it's safe to say, has brought a great amount of excitement to the build-up of this card. We're talking about the battle of historically the greatest cruiserweight versus probably the, one of the most up-and-coming cruiserweights on the UK independent scene. It's Rey Mysterio versus The Bollocks. I'm saying I don't care. Kenny Williams. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> that's not exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's yeah, not a swear word by
2: Scottish standards, anyway.
1: Yeah, that that that's that's the rule we're going with. It's gonna be good. It's. I've seen Ray recently, and he's still capable of putting on a quality match. I mean, there's a lot more evidence out there at the moment with Ray than there is with RVD, so we kind of know a bit more of the standard that Ray Mysterio's at. But it's got when I and i, I tell at a where the cruiserweight scene is at its peak worldwide. I say peak because it's got a, getting a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. These two, are, I think it will get matched night. I'm going to say it now. I'm going to I'm going to be controversial. Match of the night. My my predictions. I mean, I, I, please agree. Please disagree with me. I don't really
3: <laughs> match the night Kenny and Ray. I don't. I don't really like to put a pin on what's going to be matching the night because I think there's just so much across the card uh, for various reasons. That's one of the really, really good things about an ICW card. Is if you don't like one thing, wait five minutes and something else will come along that'll be really good. Mm. I'm not going to go that. I don't. I think it's probably going to be the quickest and the fastest moving, and one that'll be like watching a tennis match at times. You just won't want to look away at any time because you could miss any sort of flip or whatever they bring to it. Mm, um, yeah. I have, uh, we disagreed in this in the group chat earlier on <laughs> as to what we are going to say about it, but I, it's one of these I really feel it could have benefited from a bit of input from Ray on it. I've seen yeah, kind of that's, interviews the, that's, that's, that's the finance, pushing yeah. to say, right, where are you? Let's hear you something. Because t- to me, I'm probably a bit out of the range of Ray Mysterio. He came along in like the 2000s, and it was just one of these wrestlers that personally I just I, I struggle to suspend my disbelief with against some of the larger guys. I think against somebody Kenny's size, then yeah, perfect. But he's someone that if he had a video or something like that, it's something that you could easily get a lot of mainstream attention on and show people and entice people along. But so it does seem to have quite a big drawing for the kind of mid 20s range who grew up seeing him as like their first superhero, but. I would have preferred a bit from him. I think Kenny's had the chance to get a lot of mic time as a result and show himself a bit more serious and he's not just messing around or a um, bit of cosplay, etc. It's him being serious. i like, right, if you, I'm serious here. You're not just coming along here, to, coming into my town and think that you're it. I'm the guy here. I'm important. You should be rising to me. It would be interesting if they put that into the match of Kenny trying to get Ray to respect them. So I'm looking forward to that bit. But
1: There's been a lot of chat over the last few days as well instigated purely by Kenny, of the fact that he is 3 all at Fian Lovens. He's, he's undefeated at the event and this is a this is the big match for Kenny. I mean, Kenny has been brilliantly at putting this over. Well, that, uh, every time he gets in the ring, Kenny, he, he's exciting, you know. He brings that energy. I mean, the gimmick's obviously there. I mean, I remember when I, he when I, when I first broke off on his self and he had the uh, the Power of Lovers theme tune and it just helps you get into him a bit more, but he, d- he does deliver, you know, mm-hmm. and I think... That's why our class is, is a match of the night. I mean, as Steven said, bit, the, the issue you sometimes criticism you get with the imports is they don't really produ- uh, give that video comment that they just come in and do the match, so we don't really see that back and forward, but Kenny's done a good job of making that a thing. So mm-hmm. he, in a match where a lot of people have obviously grew up watching Rey Mysterio, he's done a good job of putting himself over as the face and Rey as the heel, which even though Rey's never been suited to being a heel. I don't think he's ever been a heel in his career, briefly at the end of his WCW run. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see Kenny really step up to the plate against Ray.
2: Yeah, I think he'll do a great job, especially I remember last year, uh, or maybe the year before his match versus Ricochet uh, in Newcastle I believe. he, uh,
1: fought, he, he, he fought him in a triple threat at the garage the night before. That. Last year's feeling yeah, loving as well. Square, square
2: goal, square goal, square goal in Newcastle, mm-hmm. yes, in Newcastle, you're right, Newcastle, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was versus Ricochet in Newcastle at the square goal. Um Ricochet is probably one of the best wrestlers on the entire planet and one of the fastest as well. So, uh, when Kenny hung and I, I'm pretty sure defeated Ricochet in Newcastle this year at an, an absolute five-star match, I wouldn't expect any less from Kenny at uh, the Hydro this Sunday versus Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's got the potential. I've said the high flying style, the fast pace ten- uh, will excite the crowd. I think it's something we're going to see later in the card towards the middle of it. I mean, last year we got that with Garvin and Ricochet. I think the two they had a bit more of a high pace match and it got the crowd going mm-hmm. right before the big uh, 4 on 4 match. And I think we're going to see a similar thing in this one. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, uh, <coughs> the big chat on the ICW. Uh, Fans at the moment is was was Kennedy the only one with a streak? I mean that was a big debate, <laughs> and we got some. He's got some amazing stats off of that. Stevens, you taking those stats down? I mean you were talking about it earlier <laughs> on, but I don't.
0: I,
3: <laughs> you, you probably hear me shuffling my papers. <laughs> um, so a, a big shout to um, James Crossan, probably the only man in Scottish wrestling that goes to more shows than me at the moment. I think he's probably well over 100, so a big shout to James, as a massive supporter of the scene. So some of the, the streaks that we've got down, so the genuine full-on streaks, we've got Jackie Polo is 3-0, so where they won the tag titles against London and Kendrick, retained against the 55, and then last year retained with a scoop slam on a chair to beat Team 3D. Kenny is 3-0. And surprisingly, um, there's only one other person that's undefeated at Fear and Lovens. In two matches, any of the panelists want to take a
5: guess?
1: I seen the name and I can't remember who the name was.
5: Yeah, I, I just read the name, so I'm not going to answer this one. Uh,
4: can I can guess? No, no copying.
5: Yeah, <laughs> go for it. I
4: don't know why, but I'm tempted to say the Wee Man. I don't know <laughs> no. why. I
1: don't think the Wee man's has in a match. <laughs> <You'd> get, you've <laughs> just, you've just assumed it. that this question's
2: somehow
0: a trick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why.
4: Well, he was undefeated until Shock's
3: house party. Mm. It's it's a bit of a blast from the past because he wrestled at Fear and Two and Fear and Loathing Five. It is PBW trainer TJ Rage, last seen in an ICW ring the night before Fear and Loathing last year, written by Big Sexy Krieger. So apart from that, you've got apart from those with one win, which includes the International Sex Hero DCT, um, uh, Jimmy Havoc's on one and all. And Lewis Gervin is one and o as well, so we could see them move up to being two and at yeah the end of Sunday.
2: I see what you did there.
3: I know. So <laughs> subtle as a brick.
1: I'm gonna quickly move on. I'm gonna quickly move on to the point now. Will the streak die at the hydro on Sunday? Who's winning Kenny and Ray? Stephen, I'm gonna to go to you.
3: <laughs> Just as my mountain dew repeats it myself, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Highly professional broadcaster, I do apologize. Uh Kenny is the box and Kenny is winning this. Either very convincingly or I'd like to see him cheat.
1: I'd like a bit of an edge to come from this. Interesting, interesting, uh, Stacey Stacy, what are you what do you think?
5: Um I think it's gonna be very close, but Kenny's winning. Yeah. Kenny's winning.
2: Yeah. Josh. Kenny's going to win on sheer raw talent alone.
4: Can't agree anymore. Quaku. And Kenny Bar, shout out to the Elitador Rey Mysterio. I love
2: him. Can I put a third prediction in there? I think the fans are going to (laughs) win. The fans are going to (laughs) win. Oh, come on. Right, I'm
4: going to impose two rules now. No splinters, (laughs) no soppiness on this show. While while you go and get into your puke
1: buckets, is 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 that point you've been waiting for for the last half hour? It's now time for part two of our interview with Ravi
0: Davey. Season, different types of shows. Yeah, uh, well, I really good because obviously my gimmick and all is—it's not really a gimmick, nothing. It's just <laughs> as a person, nothing. Mean, but uh, my my character is kind of—you think it was Glasgow strong, so I when I always go to these place, I'm always a lad to myself. Always got to be like. Always got to be like. But it does go bit very well. But when I went to Inverness, I go—I just got my spot in a rum- a rumbo Arumbo. Uh, it was. They were doing the 20 man Rumble and the purge had been booked against uh, Just Us in the tag match. Right. Was just after their big match against NAK, uh, well reviewed. And that. Aye. Uh, so after that, they were in Amish. I seen the 20 man Rumble and I was like, oh, who's the 20 men, So I'm able to get him. like, can I get a spot in the Rumble? He's like, I ain't bothering. Me. I came out, crap. The fans absolutely loved my MC gimmick. I didn't think that would have even went well up there. They all loved it. Aye. Went out. Uh, Done a couple of moves and that. Done the done my line salt and then done the worm fans were gone mental for it. Uh, and That was that was it. after that. As soon as I came backstage, the promoter was like, the promoter was a bit uh, skeptical at first. Like, I don't know, not I mean they had to ask the Jester on that if uh, it was alright to put me on. And after that, he straight when I'm backstage, he's like, oh, we need you for the next show. And that. so that was quite good stuff like that. It's, uh, it's definitely some. No, actually, I just want to correct myself. The first time I did see, you wasn't the
3: world match. Actually, no, I'm not sure my time scales, but when I seen you at Source and Govan.
0: Source and Govan, that was, um, no, that was, that was October, that was October, after the World Games. October, that was
3: March. after it. Um, no. And that's where I seen the other side as well, was it wasn't just this kind of hard, because that was September was the QMU. Right, like, well, have you, if you'd uh,
0: normally seen the ICW, thing you'd obviously under, you see that, then you
3: see you come out, and you, it is a gimmick that the Waynes will go daft I Aye, was it singing It's getting the crowd going, it's that kind of interaction, that's the type of wrestling I grew up with. 97, 98, where everybody had a catchphrase and mm-hmm. everybody did something as they came out and folk get involved in it, and I always think like one of the most over things in wrestling is like the outlaws when they came out ah, yeah. because you get the crowd going along, and they might know all other words, but mm. they know the bits ah, of she and get them. that and get them gone um, so I definitely I, they say it as something you can take everywhere, and you just make these wee tweaks, it's kind of like I don't know ah, to bring it up too soon but Martina is ah, you, right. you, you can take it and tweak it, and it doesn't have to be sometimes you can go a bit over one way where I think mm-hmm. you can come uh, back to the other side. But just on that, um, just conscious of time as well. So, building up to this weekend, so we came out of shrugs, I spoke about that. You got suspended or was it Bram got suspended? Bram, uh, Bram
0: got suspended for well I thought it was obviously for battle me, but apparently it was because they them they've become battled everybody else, which is fair enough I suppose not many of the fans got hurt normal for that. So that's understandable. So you get suspended for that and then I get suspended for pushing Dallas aside and probably shouldn't have. Yeah. Eh uh, bit is pissed off, uh get a bit angry, not, I mean? So I get suspended for school a lot. Instead of going outside when I get told to go outside, I would act up and stuff like that, that. So yeah. I have always been like that. Uh, but I go suspended and then instead of staying suspended I just started like, I went to the I was actually for a laughing the Bram wasn't going to be there, so I went to the garage for a laugh. And <laughs> uh, done the the govern team take o- the takeover and no, I mean just came down with a and I just did a laugh, got everybody picked up for it, no, I mean first foot ages, just, uh, just got everybody absolutely buzzing for it. Sabu's so got a bit of all that stuff, I get them on the morning, having a laugh. Uh, so I thought that was good. And then I thought I just I was I seen the ladder match get announced and Bram was in it and then I get seen who get announced for it. And I just thought i got to take miles at my hands and, and do Liverpool and cause the ruckus. So you're facing them this Saturday at the
3: garage. I think there's some tickets still available for France ninety eight. Um, not many, so if you are listening have uh, got on Friday
0: paid, everybody will be standing That's what we will be waiting for Friday getting paid. So, so,
3: if anybody is coming along to that, it's going to be, from what I've read, the biggest garage crowd in a good number of years. I would
0: admit they're doing something there, so uh, it's, it's
3: got move, be moving the stage on that about, and you've got a lot of people coming up who maybe don't always go to a fight club, or maybe see an ICW for the first time as part of the weekend.
0: You against Bram? France 98. Uh, it's me versus Zap Bam Bram honestly uh, a couple of reasons this is special to obvious audience first one is because I've got to finally get my hands on him for what he done to me for, uh, the shugs I'm going to smash his face in and get the vengeance on him man, because what he done to me was an absolute pain in the ass. to be honest not the worst I've ever beaten I've ever had in my life but just the, the context I the had the reaction not having to not like, having a bit of notification on twitter everywhere and i mean, it's all right at first not me but the buzzing no it just gets annoying <laughs> uh, my family being pure distressed the wee man having to go to me oh no, no the wee man neil the wee man my wee it stays with me, uh, having to look at my face and think I look like Quasimodo, know what I mean? all that stuff, that was horrible, so for all that, I'm going to battle Secondly, it's my first time actually wrestling the garage this year, know what I mean? I've no wrestled in the garage, if you look back at all the shows, I've no okay. rest in the garage, 1st don't know why I've wrestled the QMU, wrestled the Barras, Shugs, Square Go, everything, but I've no rest in the garage, so to get back in the garage in front of a crowd that's got to be sold out, pure, ready for the weekend, up for it, and it's going to be absolutely fantastic, get them up on uh, then the stipulation in my matches if I beat Bram I get to go to the Hydro that's where I'm buzzing as well because I've been working hard uh, since I got here uh, just for the chance to, to get spots like this and now I've got it and I'm not going to let it go away uh, the fact that I'm fueled by revenge and stuff like that is going to help me get to the uh, hydro because Bram's has gotta be overlooking me, mean, I know he's gonna be doing that and I've just been sitting like he's got he's been all over the place well he's been suspended, he's been sitting relaxed, not no care. Well I've been suspended, well I've been as soon as I get dude I've been looking, planning to beat him, and he'll just be looking back past me, which is fair enough. But it's gonna be his downfall. But I so Main thing, but me versus Bram, it's going to be an absolute bloodfest. fest. you think what happened to my eye was bad? Oh, wait till you see what I did to his man. I'm going to absolutely wreck him, man, see his big handsome face. Sorry, in fact, I'm going to have you apologise to all the ladies out there that are coming to see Bram and his big handsomeness, because <laughs> you know I mean? it's not going to be there for much longer. Take your pictures, because it's going to be done. I'm going to give him left, rights and rapids and going to smash his face like a ginger bottle and that's what's harming troops.
3: Well, I can't
0: kind
3: of think of a better way
0: to finish it up there. So, thanks for your time, David. Best of luck at the weekend. Uh, Saturday, well, Friday, are you wrestling Friday? Eh, I'm wrestling Friday, it's me and the government team in the Shelton Tiger, eh, me Zander, eh, the government team in the Shelton Tiger, Jack Dylan versus Pax on the purge. So, that's going to be a belt up. So, that as well. So, I'll
3: be seeing you three times
0: this weekend, ah, all yeah. going well Saturday. And then onto the square go. Aye, onto the square go for yeah. Undisputed. World Championship match for me versus whoever wins at a BT gun and Joe Coffee because obviously I'm winning it. it's France 98 then I'm going to win at Hydro and then I'm going to win an old-fashioned square goal and that's what's happening troops. See you later. Cheers, everyone.
1: Uh, I don't know what happened there, but uh, yeah, that was the part two of our interview with Ravi Davy. Thank you, Davy, for taking the time to speak to us, and thank you to Stephen for taking the time every day his day to talk to Davy. Uh, if you want to hear the full interview uncut, yes, uncut, with Ravi Davy, then uh, we'll be on our Mixed Cloud after the show today. So, yeah, good times. Uh, so, that's fine. Uh, with a minor technical difficulty But we're alright <laughs> uh, <laughs> For good reasons <laughs> Back to the Hydro Right We just talked to, Obviously we just finished up Talking to Ravy Davy, And as part of that Ravi Davy mentioned The aforema- the ladder match That we'll be seeing At Fear and Loven The ladder match It will be a number one Contenders match To see, to determine The one and only person Who will fight for both The ICW World Heavyweight title And the Zero Championship At the Squared Go. We've got Bram, we've got Jody Fleisch, we've got DCT, Joe Hendry, Kid Fight, and Aaron Echo. Got them through them all. Ladder matches. We can't beat you can't beat the ladder matches. I'm hoping
3: hoping for some safe ladders. I'm very f- I-, I like this. I like a safe ladder. Last year I was very very impressed with the the quality of the ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, a nice big yellow number with steps on both sides. I think that's essential to a ladder match. It gives you the idea people can come from anywhere. Um,
4: What page on the B&Q catalogue did it come from?
3: um, It's actually the Wix catalogue, page 324. Okay. Item number 4265. There you go. I'll also do a DIY podcast if anyone wants to
4: listen. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Which? Send in the money. (laughs) No. um, I think this is another one where I wouldn't commit earlier on to a match of the night, I think this is one that will give things for everyone as well. Um, I want to start talking about Jodie. Um, Jodie Fleischer is one of the names on the UK indie scene when there wasn't really a proper UK indie scene, when it had a poor reputation. And he's one of these guys, one of the things that struck me is, he's only a year older than Trent Seven. People see him as this old guy and a super, super veteran. He's only 37. And I seen him earlier this year and for Target and Carlisle and it was one of them, you see a name advertised and you thought, oh, that's good to say that I've got a name off the off the list to say I've seen them, and then he's in, he's doing all these moves and flying about, and you're like, oh Christ, he's definitely still got it in him, and then I've seen him pers- um, again for BCW and he took one of the nastiest bumps again, this is a picture we've shared in the group chat about the show, where he took a somersault out and really battered his shins in, but kept up, kept going, and then he had a match at ICW on the Sunday, I think that was the BT gun match Yeah. I don't think anybody would have seen that he'd Properly dented to a steel beam on the Friday, and the performance that he puts in. So I think Jody's a proper dark horse in this match. So I think it suits his style. There'll be lots of chance for him to have things to jump off or flip on, and it's better to land on seven people, six, or possibly seven people, depending on than it is on the one. So he's a he's someone I think for all of us that have been going to shows and seen what he can bring, we've seen that he's still got it. But for the few thousand there who've not seen him before. They're gonna go away. With. Who the hell was that guy? I think the dark
1: horse is uh, the Echo Bible. Um, Echo. I think he's a he, he's a he's a good show. He's he's improved drastically from a guy who I remember being in the last year's ladder match, and you were like, "Who really is this guy?" But yeah, he has advanced so much. He's got great. He's given himself great exposure. But I think we've got <laughs> six potentially, potentially seven great athletes is going to be in this match. Uh, Josh, you spoke very highly about uh, Kid Fight being in this match. You, you obviously you know Kid Fight quite well. <laughs>
2: uh, I, <laughs> I've met him a few times, I've been to <laughs> <him> quite well, but <laughs> an exaggeration. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Kid Fight's been one of the most consistent performers over the years in ICW. He's an exciting character. Um, we talk about great heels. I think everyone's always disgusted every time he comes out and starts spitting on everyone. Um, you know, he's had the run on TV with uh, various programmes as Hard Men. Uh, he's, he's, he's almost, I don't want to say this in case it comes off as an insult, but he's like the real, the real thing of Danny Dyer, you know? <laughs> the real Danny Dyer? Uh, Sha Sh- Sh- won't like you for that. Sha comes across like a Danny Dyer to me. Yeah, that's not fair. We're taking away from this gimmick. But, um, <laughs> nah, he's, 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 he's incredibly exciting as a performer. Uh, he always slivers in the big matches. Um... I think as well he's he's got good chemistry with a lot of different guys on the roster. You can put him into lots of different angles and something exciting happens every single time. Mm. There's also, as, we, as we've heard from the two parts there with Ravy Davey,
1: he also could become the seventh man on Saturday at France 98 at the garage when he takes on Bram. First question, will Davey be in the match?
3: It certainly sounded to me like a man determined to be in the match. Um, he's going to give everything he can to be in it. if anybody else, I would doubt it, but I really think he's got that potential to be in there. Um, so I just quickly on Kid Fight, uh, another stat pulled out of the bag, is this is his 10th Fear and loathing, so he's the only guy who's been on every show. Yeah, I remember seeing that actually. Fair play to him, that's a great run. It shows his commitment to this, because he is one of the best
1: mm. on the circuit. I mean, he's well respected for how he trains uh, the up and coming wrestlers, so he's good on that one. Uh, Joe Hendry, local her- the, the former local hero. Uh, The prestigious one. Yes, now the prestigious one. Uh, I'm personally gutted that we won't see if you want some, come and get some at the Hydro this year.
4: Yeah, but he still does do entrance music. Yeah, Yeah,
1: but I love that song. That is my. uh,
4: Let's be honest, there'll be a prestigious
3: entrance he'll give us. He he did promise on Sports Sound, other podcasts are available, sadly, um, that he has got something big planned and haven't seen. I, I do, it sounds wrong when I say it this way, but haven't seen his equipment. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry, Sophie. Um, I do think this is um, a, a, a stage where the Bohemian, was it Johemian Rhapsody? It yeah. was, was the Sunday name for it, um, could be surpassed this year. So I definitely think that will be a properly prestigious entrance. Right, I'm gonna move quickly on. Obviously, we've got a couple more matches to get through, and we're coming towards
1: the end of the, sh- uh, the Last twenty minutes of the show. Who will be the number one contender
3: for the square go?
4: Oh, oh wait a minute!
3: You've just walked right by. The only reason I come here, and you're not going to talk about DCT,
4: <laughs> Mister DCT. Come on! Mr. Viper.
3: Wow, sacked out. Right. out. There will be. All right, all right, let's talk about DCT. Got it. Well. It's, it's a good job this is an eight-and-a-half-hour show, because sit down, people, we're about to get a story.
4: <laughs> International Me sexy will rip. take her away. <laughs>
3: um, no, but in all fairness, it's, it's very well known um, of the restraining order, sorry, mass fandom I have for DCT. Um, I think... He's gonna we've, we've, save it day. Yes, yeah, but um, I think we've seen a change in DCT this year. We've had the the with Davy Blaze, has had its comedic moments, and we've seen a more serious side And um, again, this is probably what I sound wrong, but he's got himself in really good shape, you see he started wearing a singlet, and singlet is normally what you wear he's when... He's bringing a new singlet Yes, Aye. there is a, an what extra special singlet coming along, but I, I do find he's got himself in really good shape, he's got that bit of a drive to him, he knows, he's got his role in, in the company and he is someone who gets a reaction a proper universal reaction and there can be times at ICW where there is that split between, oh I don't like them because they wear purple no calling out any names in particular, but um, <laughs> I, I, I think he's got someone that you would get a proper crowd response if you put him in that match. Talking about predictions and going on, you put him in the match at the square goal, you're going to get the crowd behind him. against Whoever he's against, there will be people who want to see him do it well. Um, he's not who I think is going to win it, sadly, but
4: <coughs> I I'm just not letting you go by him. <laughs> uh, two things for him. One, I hope that Colonel Mustard and the Dijon Five come and play a song for them. They, they, they
3: are because they borrowed one of my pictures from the video shoot last year, so that's yes. been already been announced.
4: Yes. And secondly, if uh, DCT and Ravy Davy are in the match, I do fear for Bran because don't forget that is two people that has uh, <laughs> had their wedding ruined by Bran. Thanks for
5: stealing my point, Quacky.
4: Oh, I thought I that I was your plan. Again. So, St- Stacey, if you
3: noticed who's in the match and who may not like Bram, pass to you. <laughs>
1: Again, oh. ap- apologies to all DCT fans. I'm ca- I was <laughs> conscious of the time and I forgot about the international sex hero. Oh. But he's going to save the day. Uh, Stephen, a day. Stephen, is a bit of a stupid question to ask who you think is going to win this match.
3: In, <laughs> in my heart. DCT and I'm very excited about the singlet, and I, d- I also have a new T-shirt arriving for the show if he <laughs> sends it in time. Uh, in my head, it's Hendry. I mm. think he's someone yeah. who's got all the tools to go in and be that heel that ICW I think need a wee bit. Then now he's turned people against him, and he's one of your ni- he's one of your next headline guys. Yep,
1: Stacey, what's your thoughts?
5: Um, I'm kind of going between. um the Echo Bible? Yes. Uh or Ravy Davy? Yes. To win so I can't decide between those two.
1: Ravy Davy, we love you here. Thank you. I hope you hope you're listening, Davy.
2: <laughs> Josh, am I right in saying that Joe Hendry holds a heavyweight belt elsewhere? A
3: d- unless only if you're talking about PWE, he no longer holds that title from down south. <laughs> ah,
2: see, I would have thought that that would have been interesting for everything to play for at some point in the future. Uh, I still have to give it to Joe Henry, though. Yeah. Can I can I
1: go with the king? That's all. All that is evil. <laughs> and I'd say that I'd Bra- like that. And I'd say that Bram will win this. I, think, <laughs> um, I think Bram will win it because I think he's. Um, I think he's. But mate, spoil things. but I think he's due a big shot. I I'd like Joe Henry to win it. Obviously, I would like David to win it. Of course. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of great guys in the match. It depends how it goes. It's a hard one to call. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go with the king that is all his evil Bram is Quacko? is your choice a bit obvious as well
4: um, it's like going to be a prestigious uh, victory I, I, I don't know about Bram but I think he'll be put away by Ravy Davy and DCT I mean nobody messes up your wedding let's be honest I think,
2: am I right in saying that Brams finished up with? Yes, um, he's he got his release. He got he's released with TNA. Yeah. So every time Brams in ICW, he always has a massive impact. So if his schedule was later, it would be interesting to know what he could do longer term with ICW. It's more of a main staple to the roster.
3: He, he has said he's going to be based more in the UK going forward. And again, sorry, I keep coming here and mentioning that other podcasts that are available. But but <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I I just. I, as he throws the headphones, and, well, you 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 dared not to mention DCT, so this is my revenge. Every <laughs> every, every time a show goes through without mentioning DCT, I drop a podcast. Um, Bram has known to be pretty controversial, and he do, he isn't someone who ever really comes out and speaks against some I mean, of the accusations and stuff thrown against him. And he's on Flash Morgan Webster's this week, which is always a really good podcast. I haven't listened to it today. I've only listened to it about the first half an hour as I ran across town, and Flash is opened it being very different from how he normally does it, so I think it's going to be something that gives us a lot of answers we don't know, so for a lot of people who claim they don't go to ICW because of Bram and reasons such as that I think give it a listen and give it a chance because I think he is somebody who could be a real asset because he's a guy you look at and you're like, he's a wrestler he's a, he's, he's a six foot plus, very muscular man who beats full cub and it can be very easy to dislike that, but I would be interested, like Josh said, there. I'd, li- I'd like to see him more involved in ICW and getting involved in more situations and stories. And he's someone you could properly use to get that next level.
1: Right. Well, moving on quickly because I thought like we've got fifteen minutes and we've got two matches left to go. Next up is the tag team match. It's a year in the making. It's the Marauders, Will Boa and Mike Words versus Polo Promotions. Hey. Mike <laughs> Coffee, Mark Coffee, Mike
3: Coffee. <laughs> 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 Well, maybe Mike Coffee, because
1: you <laughs> seen Mark had to pull out at GKW. Yes, I've right? uh, lost my run. mark. Coffee and Jack, Mark Coffey and Jackie Polo. It's a year in the making. What do you think? Again, we've got 15 minutes, so we need to. We might need to be quite quick on this one.
3: Polo's one, no. <laughs> um, uh, just a cheap plug as well. If Emrys looking for streamers, if you could see me on Saturday <laughs> or Sunday, I have uh, I've got forty, and then it's turned out most polo fans have disappeared up to the seats. Yeah. Steven, so either I've on... got the longest bandwagon what? I've ever <laughs> <Like>, seen. <seriously. laughs> so if you if you, you you guys can either work in your thrown arm, or I've got a lot of streamers. <laughs> Again, that's what? reserved for the late night chat show. <laughs> you don't need to work in, in front of us, Quacko. Come on, uh, Nah. I, I think this is another one that brings the atmosphere. Um, <coughs> polos are div- uh, d- uh, divisive, you, you like them or you don't, and there's very little middle ground when it comes to polo promotions. They've been the tag team that's been around for a few years, we've seen, um, so they've been the last three years, they've been the mainstay, they've had that gap away but they were away between Baramania and Shugs last year, but the rest of the time they are the ICW tag team, they have been centred around the division. We've seen more teams coming in. I think it's one, if we can get the crowd going, It's that's a properly loud match to have. I would like to see a, a Polo's victory but again, from going through the rest of the card, this could be the one that's not that predictable.
1: I mean, I knew there was a thing at one of the more recent shows and, excuse me, Magnus, for the nonsense, is Easton Reese allowed to be in, interfering in this match or is he banned? Is he still a factor in this match?
3: From what I've seen, Easton... I've got down in my notes for other things to cover. Easton said that he's going to be there and he's got a challenge. so I don't know if he'll be part of this match. Mm-hmm. If so, we better line up everybody from Shugs to be ready again. So, Yuzi, Simon, <laughs> DCT coach, coach's <laughs> son, anybody, me. if I jump the barrier? <laughs> I can get by Yuzi. Um, I, I think there needs to be backup and watch out for that. Um, I, I don't expect them to be part of the match. Um, but I think this could be... Again, they're, they're two very good teams... Premier People teams. forget Bird and Boar are not a regular tag team. It's only really ICW that they're a regular getting together and do stuff. I think they probably get under, underestimated as wrestlers. And from having drank with them in a the night in Carlisle last month, really, really nice guys, which I hated <laughs> as a polo fan. I wanted to detest them, but they were really lovely. <laughs> um, and i all, and all Mike Bird, so thank you, mate. Um, so I, I, I'm not going to say I'm conflicted because I'm not. I'm purple cut me open and purple through and through with some yellow lines in there. But I do think it's... Uh, I, I really... I would hope it'd be the Polos win, but again, I've just got the fear I don't... We've went through this and we've disagreed very little on things that we've went through. This is a match I think could be that goes the other way.
1: Yeah, I'm going to need to swing quickly because we've got. The, still got the World Championship match to go with. Stacey did, I need, t- Stacey, did I need to ask you?
3: Well,
5: they're both fantastic teams.
1: You don't need to sit in the fence, Stacey, just say what you But, need.
5: <laughs> but Polos win, and I've had a lot of disagreements with some people about this, but Polos win.
2: Josh? No, I've got to give it to Bird and Boer. I don't think it's going to be the feel-good moment that everyone thinks is can
1: going I, to happen. Can, can, I, can, can, I, can I make Stacey really unhappy and th- say that I think Burden and Boer will win and then the Polos will split up?
5: Yeah. No, they won't! <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the big disagreement I have with people about this match. They're going to win and they're not going to split up.
2: Well, you know, a change from being a tag team might be the best way uh, to let them give a hundred percent of their potential no. to tell all the stories possibly tellable. Nope. Quacko, do I you I f-
1: quacky, do you agree with us, or are you are you no. f- are you fully uh, in Polo? Don't even <laughs>
5: ask
3: him. Uh, uh, Will we capture his fortune?
4: I won't be the Hashtag tapsaf, off. Hashtag Polo's win. I've not been tanning for nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I Definitely. Um, the thing with the poll we we're saying about if they don't win, I think they're one of these teams that you don't need to have an acrimonious split. You could have them going after common goals. Um, the thing I've learned with Jackie and Mark is seeing them wrestle a lot and seen them away at some things like one fall sessions, etc. They are genuinely see themselves as a team. You've seen them, Emdy, seen the pictures of the WWE tryout. Yeah, they yeah. the If anybody looked at them in matching gear and then they think, oh, then there's something wrong with you. They are a team. And you're no, I don't think you would see them clashing.
4: They were even described on the website as a tag team. Yeah, not yeah.
3: the only one. It was like Paul Promotions, Mark Coffey and Jackie Cole. Yeah.
1: Again, okay, so. I I need to move away from the the tag team match because we're running drastically out of time and now we're going on to the main event of ICW Feeling Love in 10. It's title versus title. It's heavyweight champion versus zero G champion. It's the Iron King, Joe Coffey versus the oddity, BT Gun. History will be made with the two, one man will hold both the titles for the or what I believe will be potentially the only man, unless the unless the ladder match goes away. Uh, this has got potential to be a great match between two of the staples of the, the company, o- obviously, over the last few years. and I just wanted to open up the thoughts, obviously, we've only got ten minutes left, so fire away, guys. What's your thoughts on this match?
3: I'd say not just staples of ICW, but these guys hold most of the singles titles of the bigger independent companies across Scotland. Yeah. So Joe, Joe Discovery, BTB, PBW and BCW mostly crowd favourites everywhere they're two very very popular performers with very staunch fans behind them so although Joe's more of a, a bad guy and out for himself and the prize fighter of ICW this is one again I think there'll be a very mixed crowd and people who've maybe not been at many ICW since Fear Loven last year coming back, seeing Joe again, remember him beating Angle and think, oh wait why are these guys booing this guy? This is one It's a proper match. We've got two of the best in Scotland, and I'm very happy to see that it, we're probably headlining with two Scottish guys. It's not bringing in an import to draw the crowd, etc. Yeah. Mm. Mark Dallas has said earlier in the year he wanted this show to be centred around the main guys, the guys who are here every week. So you've got Ray, you've got RVD. They're in good matches, but they're not being, oh, here's come and face our champion, and it's quite predictable. You've got two guys here who deserve the spot that they're in who are going to bring it. I've got a point to prove a bit of a chip on the shoulder maybe not everything's went right for them this year and the other promotions and things that they've sought out but here's a chance to be in front of a big glasgow crowd i and mean and deliver.
1: i mean bt's had a stellar year i mean he obviously won that zero G championship which made him the first triple crown champion of the company but when he was icw champion it wasn't a world heavyweight champion so i think that's his extra motivation to say he's won all the belts but he was never the world champion I think that's something that's going that's, fu- that's fueling BT towards this one. Uh, Joe has also been, obviously as the years went on, he's been on a tear since beating Angle last year. He's been putting on great matches after great matches. He obviously fought Keith Lee recently and he's uh, fought WWE NXT superstar Cassius Ono. So, BT is obviously on a tear. They're both on a tear. So, I don't know what, what that think I think BT's in the sh- great shape as well. Josh, what's your thoughts? <laughs>
2: No, I'd love to see BT Gunn walk away with the belt this time. Uh, I still remember before I actually attended an ICW show for the first time, seeing footage of Chris Renfrew and BT Gunn and thinking those guys are absolutely terrifying. And uh, the first night that I went to ICW, it was um, the start of the NAK. And uh, straight after that night, I made sure I had tickets to every single ICW show. BT Gunn, as you said, had been the champion before Before it was a, uh, a world title. And ever since, ever since then, he's always been a main event player, but uh, has never seemed to be in the title picture. So this is incredibly exciting. It's uh, something that fans haven't seen before. Uh, yeah. Absolutely <coughs> thrilled if he wins the I belt mean, this time.
1: We've also with this match, we've got the effect, the the extra factor of Scotland's version of Bobby Heedon. Uh, Rudolph Sports Entertainment's own Red Lightning He's been very involved in the last couple of years Do you think this year will follow a similar pattern Or do you think uh, Joe will be quite Will want to go one-on-one with BT on his own Because obviously Joe's He has a heel But he's been a fighting champion mm-hmm. all year He's took on all comers and beat them mm-hmm. Really without Lightning's help well,
2: Because it's a big event Will we see more of Red in this well, one? Well we haven't talked about Kevin Nash It would be interesting if Kevin Nash Somehow neutralised that threat well we had that, that, we had that two years yeah, ago with yeah, Mick Foley, Mick Foley. Yeah.
1: Finn Balor was involved when he, well, he was the commissioner last year He was involved in, the, in the, one of the main matches But he didn't get directly involved with Red mm-hmm. uh, It was obviously Dallas and Red Lightning last year That got directly involved with each other But I think Ken, the, the thing with Joe is Obviously he's been a competitive champion He wants to show the fans why, he is that, why he's the champion And even though he's got Red there at his side, it's He doesn't really tend to be involved too much And I think we're going to see a good solid main event between the two of the, the best guys on the roster. Two uh, of the
2: hardest hitting guys on the roster as well.
3: Oh, they, 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 they can hit. They do hit. That that Lariato. <laughs> uh, I, I just want to say in BT, I think we've seen a massive change in BT over the last year. He's went more in his own. Um, there's been these constant chants for NAK or NAK. I don't think if you're a proper fan of the NAK, you want to see BT go back to that. I think he's really pushed on as himself, as no, a solo performer. I think, I think
1: the NAK is, as, a, as a faction has done an ICW. Yeah, I think.
3: I, I think it has had a good run. Um, you could see why people liked it, etc. But I think BT has excelled. He's taken on his own thing. He's very in his style. He's he changing his look around. I think he's probably in the best shape that we've ever seen him in. Um you can see, I think he's been training with Joe Coffey at times, and you can really see the difference in it. It's um, just so crisp. Everything he does and his style, he's got it such down to a tee. There isn't anything. I think he's he's definitely one that we see these tryouts and people going etc. Somebody you could see wrestle anybody. So you could see him wrestle a Rey Mysterio. You could see him wrestle a larger guy. So like one of my dream matches for BT is against um, like Big Daddy Volta. Mm. who have seen like, progress etc not really seen in Scotland but he's it, just got that heart and style he could be a high flyer he can do anything and I think he it, he's somebody that I don't think anybody could say he shouldn't be in a main event because he is, he's a main event wrestler he's got that style and he brings so much to it and his fan base again is just going to be phenomenal the support yeah. he gets yeah so
1: as uh, sorry to cut the discussion short we could have talked all day but I'm going to ask you again who's going to walk out with the belts on Sunday BT or Joe Joe. Joe. Okay. Stacey?
5: I would be happy with either, but I'm going to go with Joe as well.
2: I love both of uh, these competitors, but I'm going to go with BT Gunn. I'm a big fan of having your big event finish off the, the
1: baby face standing tall. And based, also, based on my prediction for who's, who would win the ladder match, I think uh, we'll have BT going out and winning the World Championship.
3: Sorry, just quickly on that. The only reason I wouldn't want that is we've seen Joe lose the title before and not immediately go back to rematch. So mm-hmm. I, that's, my, that's why I went towards Joe, as I think. See, it's a tough, he it's tough to on, the going the, on the call. Yeah. With, with a lot, lot of right these right matches that, we've
1: so. found, a lot of them are tough to call. But that's the beauty of ICW, and that's the beauty of Fear and Loving. And that's why we're looking forward to this event on Sunday. And I think we've, we've, we've pretty much got through everything. I think we've got through all the matches, we've got predictions. I think we're very good. (laughs) I'm always very happy with how things were
3: no, I think just to plug for the rest of the weekend um, <coughs> while we're talking up what's going on across the, in Glasgow so you've got Friday night there's GPWA show yes. in mm-hmm. the town centre that's got a lot of the faces that are on cool. so if yeah. you're even if you're even slightly interested in seeing what the ICW wrestler's about you've got a lot of the main roster Lionheart, Polo, well, Jackie Polo Kenny Williams etc are going to be on that Saturday night there's France 98 at the garage Yeah, so that's got a number very little announced for that quite surprisingly I think there's maybe two maybe three matches mm. um and a Carlos Valderrama battle royal. So I think that's one not to be missed. I've, from going from how the Saturday show was last year, that really set me up for the weekend. Um, so I think that's one. There's still some tickets available. But yes. I expect them to go before the end of the week. So getting quick. Yeah, um, absolutely. Biggest garage crowd in a long time. So. Absolutely. And then Hydro on Sunday, ticketmaster.co.uk slash ICW.
1: Yes, so also on Sunday, we were Sorry, having.
4: Where does Simon go and rep- get replaced? <laughs> <here>? <laughs> <Yeah>. One fault. <fall. laughs>
1: so w- as well as having Fear and Loving on Sunday, Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. We'll be back on Sunday afternoon before the show for a special extra show Ooh. dedicated again to ICW. So, we're going to talk a wee bit more in depth about some of the matches and we might actually hear some more interviews. Ooh. Stay tuned to that. Following on from us, we've got the old school classics with Sean Bryson. If you love a rave on a weeknight, you're going to love this. <laughs> but yeah, all, so we'll you'll we'll, we'll see hear me on Sunday and some of the guys here. So, From the team at Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet, I'm Stephen Wilson.
2: Oh, yeah, me, (laughs) yeah, I haven't (laughs) done as well, yeah. I've got my my jacket on, right? A point, a point. Uh,
3: Joshua Hong.
5: Stacey Smith.
3: David Campbell's audit, Stephen Louch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And from our EP, as always, Quacky Raji. Goodbye. I'll Wait.
2: remember my name next week, I
1: <laughs> please don't fire me. Hopefully we'll, se- hopefully we'll see some of you at the Hydro, but from us, we'll, we'll hear from you on Sunday. Have a good night.
6: Beer Unloading 10 takes place at the SEC Hydro in Glasgow on Sunday, November 19th confirmed for this event. The Kinky Party will take on the Kings of Catch. The number one contender to the undisputed ICW Championship will be determined when Bram, DCT, Kid by Jody Fletch, Aaron Echo and Joe Hendry compete in a six-man ladder match. The Marauders will defend the ICW Tag Team Championships against Polo Promotions. Kenny Williams faces the one and only Rey Mysterio. Lionheart, Zach Gibson and Rob Van Dam Will battle it out in a three-way dance. Chris Renfrew, Stevie Boy, Jimmy Havoc, Mikey Weblesh go to war in a deathmatch match to crown the king of insanity. Kaylee Ray defends the ICW Women's Championship against Casey and Viper inside the hell on earth steel cage. Your commissioner for the evening will be WWE Hall of Famer, multi-time world champion Kevin Nash. And in a blockbuster main event, the ICW World Heavyweight Champion Joe Coffey will face ICW Zero G Champion BT Gunn in a title versus title match to crown the undisputed ICW Champion. Tickets are available right now at Ticketmaster.co.uk. Standing tickets are available to ages 18-plus and seated tickets are available to ages 16-plus. It's ICW Beer and Loading 10. Buy the ticket, take the ride.